Welcome to another episode of Based News Network. I am Punk Revolution Now, aka Kayo, here with Sophie, aka Joan of Arca. Say hi, Sophie. Hi. How's it going? Welcome. Kayo? I'm great. I'm, I'm great. I'm good. Pushing through. Pushing through? That doesn't yeah. sound good. <laughs> it's it's tough times, you know. Tough times. Pushing no it's not oh you know what it is is because you're still traumatized from watching um five nights at freddy oh well don't give it a don't give a, a review away too soon Just okay kidding. all right yeah. i won't well, i won't spoil it we're gonna I, review FNAF, the movie later this episode yes so stay we're, tuned yes. so stay tuned for the epic fnaf review we have lots of thoughts uh be- but before we get to fnaf review which will be near the end of the episode let's start with some news topics on the base news network podcast yeah let's get into it um well this might not be a surprise to many people but azalea banks said some offensive things um this time about uh troy savon the uh musician basically the rundown uh, Troy Sivan was interviewed for for Spotify on like their TikTok. Like they shot a video of him like asking what his like I think his like pregame song was, and he said two one two by Azalea Banks, and you know was in praise of her you know her music like say this is my song you know, and then Azalea took to her instagram stories as she often does i love this about azalea bank she always has like the black screen and then like white text like create mode it's uh, without fail so you know you're gonna see let's something not awesome. let's not give azalea brink banks praise i know right now. it's it's hard to like it's hard for me to stop like just because azalea but I, I, this is really yeah. bad this is just really because bad. 212 just because 212 is an amazing song and just because her instagram stories are iconic okay fine we have to admit it okay let's just <laughs> we'll get okay whatever never mind okay it's like it's it's like you have an angel and a devil on each side of your sh- side of your shoulder telling you what to think of azalea banks yeah I, it's true, it's true. And it's like, Azalea has gone through phases where she's been particularly offensive and then times where she's sort of walked it back and she's just funny. And she often says things that are very true. You know, she she is often like defending women and stuff like that, but or sometimes not, you know? So she's she's all over the place with every single thing she does. Regardless of that, I just want to say, so this is this is what she posted on her Instagram story. She says... And you're a late, con- condescending, expired twink anyway, bitch. We've been past 212. Trying your hardest to hold on to that effing, weak-ass, pedophilia, ex-incest aesthetic, perpetuating that underlying double standard that somehow pedophilia practiced amongst men is somehow okay. That fuels your trash-ass music in the first place. Give it up. Puberty hit that ass and made you look like a doofy-looking young man. I bet he'll pull the grift and, quote, come out as trans next. So, yeah, that's really bad. (laughs) Really bad. Yeah, it's really awful. It's disappointing. It's really disappointing. 
it's so you know i i feel like with azalea banks people often like she people let her get away with it because they like her music and it's kind of entertaining you know but i really genuinely feel like like this is this is actually like really really yeah. awful this is one of the like worse or like what's the word like these are worst yeah these are like one of the worst of her worst these are one of the worst of her um her rants posts rants yeah Yeah. Um, it's very mean i mean it's just it's just straight up homophobia and transphobic and also in this political climate it's it's especially kind of hard hitting because right now like there's definitely been a anti-lgbtq push from the right like reactionary like anti-gay anti-trans stuff right now and a classic trope as we know with um particularly the gay men is that gay men are pedophiles that they're incestuous you know like stuff like that that's like classic anti-gay propaganda Mm. that right now is heavily being pushed honestly a little more towards trans people um in drag queens and stuff like that um it's really sick um stuff going on so it's kind of you know it's kind of disappointing to see her say this kind of thing um and also the the trans grift thing is really offensive too <laughs> um azalea banks is like gone for like she said like really transphobic stuff and then she's like saying nice things about trans women and she goes back to you know she's she just flip-flops all over and but yeah, this this in particular is just really bad. <laughs> I think it's so funny that last time we were talking about um, Troy Savon <laughs> getting criticism, it was he was getting criticism from people who were mad that his video wasn't like body inclusive enough, and that like which is like a very like woke criticism. And now we've got like the the most like anti woke criticism of Troy Savon ever, which is that mm-hmm. he's gay i guess is the criticism here i don't really know yeah it's really and i mean and we gotta remember this is literally because he said he liked her song yeah like really it's very strange it's strange very strange i mean i think there's something going on obviously with her you know but well i don't know i i always i i feel like there's always like i guess my question is with azalea banks is there ever going to be a line that she can cross where people are just going to stop listening and standing her? I don't know. Because I feel like there's always excuses. She always does some shit, and then people are like, well, we forgive her because she's notoriously crazy, and also her music is just too good, and like this is just part of her. And I don't know, maybe, like, maybe she kind of does this stuff because she knows it gives her attention. Yeah, yeah. And like maybe and maybe she kind of plays up how crazy she is because she like she knows it's kind of this persona she's created of like someone who's so crazy. I'm not sure. It's possible. But it's not it's it's possible. I also think like I think she has some genuine like self-sabotaging like behaviors that she does that like I don't think are like completely an act. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think she's, she, I think she does engage in self sabotage, and I think she does want. It, she is engaging in these uh, attention seeking behaviors. Um, I don't think it's coming from a particularly calculated area because 
what she's doing, like, it's, it's only hurting her, really. You know, like, true, over time, it's just, it's just hurting her. Like, she could, I mean, think about, like, other successful rappers, like, especially female rappers, women in, in rap. Like, Nicki Minaj is, like, way more successful than Azalea Banks. I personally think Azalea is better than Nicki. Like, I, I like Azalea's music better than Nicki Minaj. Like, this is just one example, but, like... They were kind of con- no. That's true. They that's were kind of contemporaries, and uh, I think Azalea could have been huge had she not kind of engaged in this like self sabotaging, like really offensive stuff. Yeah. So no, no, you've convinced me. You're right. I don't know. Right. I just don't think it's in her best interest to, no, to do this stuff. Not. The amount of like collaborations that have been scrapped, you know, like all right, I, yeah, yeah, I have an idea. I say so. So this is my theory. So remember when. Okay, I actually, this is not a fully fleshed out theory, but hold, hang in there. So remember when we had Jane Remover on and we talked with her about how a lot of artists, and we've talked about this before, a lot of artists like trash their earlier work, you know? Yeah. Uh, because they want to like, they want to be recognized for their newer stuff. They want, you know, they, they're more passionate about their newer stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. Azalea Banks is literally saying, like, we've been past 212. So, like, maybe, yeah. like, maybe, like, this triggered that part of her that's like, oh, people only like me for my old stuff and my newer stuff. Yeah, isn't, I'm, sh- I'm you know sure I mean? that's, I'm sure that's an insecurity of hers because after 212, like, she just, she couldn't, like, keep it up just because of all these controversies, you know? Like, that was unfortunately the peak of her career. So, she peaked. She peaked yeah. very early. And she had quite a peak, too. Yeah, I mean, I like her newer music. So I, I, I actually like her music, like, even now. But it's just Ooh. not going to receive the... You're one of those people who, who can separate the art from the artist? That is going to, that is going to be a big problem. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I, sometimes I genuinely do feel bad, like... That I, like I feel music, like music, but women women have Azalea Banks and men have Burzum. Those are like the two who? like who? Burzum. He's he's the he's Who's the black that? metal artist who oh. he's like in a lot of memes and like he he's like just like a very influential artist in the genre of black mm. metal and metal mm. in general. And he like murdered a bandmate and oh went to prison for a long time. And he's like he's like just a straight up like like freak. Well, kind of as far as neo-Nazi. We know, as, as far as we know, Zelia hasn't killed anyone yet. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyways, well, unless she did with her hexes, she likes to hex. We people. all get one artist. We're allowed to just ignore <laughs> how bad they are because we like their music a lot. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I I actually saw like according to Zelia Banks News, which is like a go-to source for anything Zelia Banks. It's on Twitter. I follow. I've been following for a long time. They say that Azalea was also referring to this specific at an interview where Troy Sivan said that he wanted to collaborate with her but had conflicting feelings about her because he in he says I was a huge Azalea Banks fan but that all went south a little bit he explained it's just one of those annoying things where you just want to support her so bad and it just doesn't work out like that so I think that factored into it as well yeah. Well, I have to say, as as disturbing and you know homophobic and cruel as this like Instagram story is, you can't help but you can't deny that you can't help but find at least a little bit funny 
It's a little bit not not the content of the post. The, this is not fun. The content is not funny, but just the sheer fact that Troy Sivan complimented her. Yes, and that she, yes. and then she responded in a crazy way. It's just like it is. It's funny. kind of funny. It's funny. It's like a. It's a. It's a strange like kind of irony like like that someone like praised your music and then yeah, this is how you respond like it's it's funny the content in this isn't funny but the like irony of it is kind of funny but yeah it's it sucks it i i hope i i feel bad for troy he's just he's by just the way there was thing. another there was a whole other it's a long there's a whole other instagram story she posted about this too she said this is it's a long one i'm not going to read the whole thing she's like this is these white kids weird way of apologizing for bandwagoning having no clue of the kind of shit happening to me behind the scenes in the industry i'm not impressed by any of these people blah 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 so she's so like i don't know it's just yeah it's it's not very comprehensible exactly what the critique is here but cool yeah she's you know azilia banks is azilia banksing so yeah not a huge shock but it is particularly bad, so we just well, wanted to share like, okay. that. I will, like, okay, so with Con- with Kanye West. Well, I was just gonna say also, people call her the female Kanye sometimes. Okay, well, with Kanye West, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good point. Well, with Kanye West, though, like we had a solid like eight years, nine years, ten years, however long of watching Kanye like have various meltdowns and be problematic. And the qu- the question was always, is there a line with Kanye where he's going to cross the line? And we did find out there is a line, which is when he, um, when he came out as like a Nazi or whatever it was, that was the line. So maybe that's what the line is for Azalea Banks is maybe she just, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, maybe we'll, not. S- we'll see. It's definitely one of the mm, worst things. One of the worst things she's probably said, but there may have been worse things. I don't know. All right, Sophie, let me just ask you point blank. Is there anything in the world that she could do that would make it so you never want to listen to 212 again? I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, if she could, <laughs> there's all, all kinds of things that she could do. I mean, this is, I mean, to me as a fan, like, this is really disappointing. Um, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I, I guess it's more of a question for myself as well, because I also like that song. Well, I think, like, we as a culture, like, Americans in general have kind of agreed that, like, music is kind of fair game when it comes to, like, listening, like, regardless of, like, what the artist is like. You know, like, people love Morrissey. People, I love more Like, I love the Smiths. You know, like, it's... People, I think, like, we've, like, come to a general agreement, like, society has come to a general agreement that it is okay to like the music of an artist who is a bad person. Because streaming also, like, accounts for, like, virtually no money. You know what I mean? Like, you're barely contributing at all to this person's income. I mean, maybe going on, seeing them live, maybe, like, buying merch, that's maybe a different thing. But, you know, do you know what I mean? Like... I think well, it's okay. I think it's okay. But I, I, anyone who disagrees, like, please let me know. But well, I, I mean, it definitely puts a bad taste in my mouth sometimes when I listen to her. But yeah. 
I remember. Let me, I gotta remember this artist's name. Oh my god, what is this artist's name? There's this. Okay, so I just remembered that um, there's this artist because this reminded me. There's this artist from Japan. Let me see if I can figure out who they are. Japan. I'm gonna figure. I'm gonna find it. There's this artist from Japan. Wait, Kyari Pamu Pamu. What? Who is that? She, the Pon 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 girl. No, pon, that's not pon. what I was gonna say. No. Why? Why? What? Why? Why? Why did you bring up her? Oh, you don't know about that. Is she canceled? Kind of. I, I like people. People were like accusing her of being a pedophile, but I don't remember what it was. So I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> I love how he said, "Oh, you don't know that," and I barely knew it either. <laughs> It's okay. Welcome to welcome to the Base News Network podcast where we <laughs> yeah we don't know we don't know anything but trust us we have yeah, we, it's we, based we, on facts kind of it's based we have never lied we have never lied on this podcast. we've never we've intentionally never, lied no we've never gotten anything wrong I, there's literally nothing so anyways there's this Japanese artist I I'm just I'm so mad let me I'm just gonna Google this Japanese bullying kids. Oh, it's this guy. Oh, okay. So there's this. What the heck is it? Sorry, I, I'm almost there. I found a website. Oh, Kiego. Oh yeah. Oh, Kiego Oyamada. So he was in what bands was he in? Oh, Cornelius. Um, he goes by Cornelius, and I feel like he was in other bands too. I'm sure he was. Okay, so anyways, there's this Japanese artist that goes by Cornelius, and he was going to, he was going to compose for the Tokyo Olympics. Hmm. And he had to resign from from composing music for the Tokyo Olympics because there was like these stories that came out that when he was in high school, and he's like in his like forties now, or no, he's he's in his fifties now, and there were stories that when he was in high school. He would like physically like abuse like disabled students in his high school. Wow. And and it was I mean it's just awful. It was just terrible. Like just, you know, and like he owned it. He owned it that he was a scumbag in high school because he was just like just bullying, you know, basically torturing like disabled kids in high school. It's just like an awful thing. But I I remember that on like rateyourmusic.com where he's really popular. And this also story got like some traction on Twitter. People were like having a fierce debate over like, should we like just stop listening to this guy? And you know, I feel like I was just thinking to myself like, if we're gonna give like Burzum and Morrissey a pass, I feel like we should give him a pass too. Not not that what he did was okay. Well, <laughs> is it as I mean? much as like is it giving them a pass or is it just simply like a like? just like they've put something out into the world already you know like yeah and like yeah i don't know yeah, we're not giving we're not this giving him a pass question. for his behavior this is an age this is an age-old debate we're not giving him a pass for his behavior it's just like you it's just like if you love an album if you love an album and then you find out that like literally like 40 yeah. years ago the person yeah. who made that album was a really really bad person yeah. Can you genuinely hurts. say with a straight face that that album is like bad now? You know, like you, I can understand maybe that sours the listening. It definitely experience. sours the experience. I'm sure, but yeah, no, I know it's 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 tough. It's tough. I don't know, but anyway, like back to the carry pummy pummy. 
people, someone on Twitter was like saying she was a pedophile because she like expressed love for a 12 year old boy when she was 19. But I can't find any like verifiable evidence that that actually happened. So I'm not really sure about that. But 12 year old boy? Just an aside. Just an aside. Yes. Huh? Oh, brother. When she was 19. All right. We don't know we're if this get, is real, get, so I don't know if We're going to get in real. trouble for this episode because we are... We're, we can cut that part out. <laughs> no, we don't have to cut it out. We're not, we're not, we're not actually going to get in trouble. Okay. <laughs> um, we are based on facts, and the fact of the matter is we don't know if that's true. So unverified yeah. claim. Unverified. And, yeah. All right. All right, let's let's move on. Let's we get could, into, we could talk a long time about get, canceled artists. Yes, we could. There's there's so many. I support well, I support cancel culture. I support <laughs> it. But I'm also still going to listen to the music of people who've been canceled because I'm sorry. I mean, and it also applies to movies, etc. Like we could get into this, but anyway. Um let's talk about Wish, the movie that Speaking literally oh. you could literally find on Wish. Speaking speaking of problematic <laughs> movies, speaking of canceled, the problematic, <laughs> canceled for being bad, <laughs> canceled for being bad. Well, it hasn't come out yet. We're gonna watch it with an open uh, yeah, mind. Yeah, only time will tell. But there's been a lot of uh, negative feedback directed towards this new Disney movie, Wish, which and comes out in like two weeks. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Kyle, I think we should. See, well, Kyle and I, we do, we do, we do watch. We're a Disney definitely movie. gonna see it. Yeah, we're definitely two. gonna see it. We yeah, can't, we can't review a trailer and then not that's, see it. That's true. Um, I think the main criticism, and I can't tell if it's just me or if like I'm on. Tw- I think on TikTok for some reason, I like to like look at Disney adult content because it's like fascinating to me. Not really a judgment, just fascinating. Um, so now I kind of get. <laughs> recommended aka aka you're a disney adult i'm i'm not i'm really not i like to look at dis i like to look at disney content because it fascinates me no AKA not not disney not, not disney content disney adult content which means like okay looking at the adults who like plan their trips to disney oh. you know like, like that's you're, so you're an anthropologist studying the disney phenomenon that's, that's a flattering way to describe it but um okay yeah, no, so anyway, so I don't know if I'm just being pushed in the algorithm information about this movie and, like, criticism of the the, the new song that was, like, previewed, um, but I don't think so, because I've been seeing it on Twitter and elsewhere. It's, it's making some noise. This new song, um, like, sung by Chris Pine, who plays, like, a, the Disney villain who's, like, a king, and he grants wishes, but he's actually, like, kind of bad... He has a new, they, they released his like villain song and it basically, people have called it like a Lin, the Lin-Manuel Mirandification of like Disney, um, which I definitely, I can see the influence there. It's just, it's basically a generic song with like really dumb lyrics. It's, it, it's just super generic and forgettable. Um, and that's pissing people off because like there used to be, according to them, like very iconic, like good disney villain songs like where disney villains were actual villains and they were like you know they had a point of view and it was it was a little more like thought out i love how this is causing drama like oh my god like <laughs> the, 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 the new disney the new disney villain is too two-dimensional and like it's like a big like the disney adults are like panicking like oh my god the disney movie is gonna be a <laughs> disney movie that's generic and it's like i know well it's, it's true it's true it's true but I don't know, like, 
It's really I, not that serious. It's really not that serious. It's not that. It's not that. It's it's not that serious. Yet here we are talking about it on our podcast. Well, I mean, I like to talk about things that aren't serious no, too. No, me so. too. Me too. And honestly, there's really nothing else in the world going on right now. Anything yeah, newsworthy? Oh goodness. Nothing else. News- Don't worry. We'll no, we'll get is- we'll get into that that newsworthy thing later. That Five Nights at Freddy review, yeah. We'll oh yes, that too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so people, you listened to the song, Kaya, what did you think of it? Well, I thought it was really bad. Um, I think it's really funny that, like, a lot of the comments I'm seeing on this song and on, like, the movie trailer reviews are people who are concerned because it seems like the plot is that, like, this king has the ability to grant people's wishes, and the trailer makes it look like he is choosing not to grant everyone's wishes. And people in the comments section were mad because they were concerned that the Disney message in this movie was going to be that everyone should have all their wishes granted. And people were commenting saying that's not a good lesson for kids and kids should learn oh that not all your God. wishes <laughs> should be granted. And they were saying that they actually side with the villain in this movie because they... they and I'm just thinking like... This is like the most American comment section ever where people yes, are like Yes, exactly. People are like mad that people are getting free stuff and they don't want kids to think that any like they don't want kids that, to think, yeah. "Oh, well, this guy could grant everyone's wishes, but he shouldn't because not everyone should have their wishes granted because." Yeah, that is so you know that's such I mean? a gr- that's such an astute observation. It's so tr- I I I didn't really yeah. occur to me, but it's it's very true. And it's also very American to be like focused on this thing in particular Um, maybe 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 if 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 your values align with the disney villain maybe it's not that disney's movie is bad maybe you're just a villain Mm. well i just dropped the truth bomb there you just dropped truth bomb but i will say though like the boring i mean the villain is boring and like generic and not fun like i it's the most generic a lame villain like not that i actually care that much but yeah i I told sophie when i watched the trailer when I watched the trailer, I had to watch it twice because first time I watched the trailer, I started daydreaming like thirty seconds in and daydreamed dra- the entire thing. What did you daydream thing. about? I I daydreamed about like like nothing, just nothing. Like my <laughs> my my brain was just like a clap. Like because the whole trailer is just so everything just looks like it looks empty. Everything it just literally well, felt the animation empty. is like another major point of controversies like they, they were kind of trying to do like a pe- apparently fans were like begging for a return to 2d animation for, for disney instead of like this like 3d thing i kind of understand that like it i like 2d and i like i understand the like desire for that and disney kind of said like we're gonna do like a mix of 2d and 3d for this next film this upcoming film wish um and i think they were kind of trying to go into this like new uh animation trend that we see in like into the spider-verse and um the puss in the last wish the puts it in boots last, last wish sort of like dynamic like 2d 3d like strange like kind of like like i guess dynamic is how i describe it like changing like more like mm-hmm. hand draw i don't know like it's, it's a it's a really interesting like style of animation that's like not um i don't know it's i really like it personally it's it feels like new and interesting but i think disney tried to do it but they were too like you kind of what did you say about it they were like i said well i think what i said was that they like it seems like they were kind of indecisive with it 
You know what I mean? Yeah, they like they go they the cut. Yeah, they wanted like dip the their toes in it, but all ultimately what it makes it look like is like like you said, Sophie. It just looks like AI generated art. Yeah, like, and the song too. Every, everything looks so like glossy and like mm-hmm. bland, and it doesn't have any artistic flair to it. I mean, it looks like a TV show, like a TV animated like show, like you know, like Disney show that's like t- for television. Like the quality, that's what it looks like to me. Well, the so the thing with the villain song is Chris Pine, who's the vocalist. I think Chris Pine gave a hundred and ten percent because he was like yeah. really like, you know, getting into it, like getting nasty, getting that nasty villain, you know, trying to get into it. But it doesn't matter because like when you're giving material that's like, I'm not going to grant a wish. I don't want to grant a wish. I yes. could grant a wish, but I will not grant like, a wish. Like, why don't you guys appreciate me for being yeah. a, your king? Like, it's just so dumb. Um, a lot of people were bringing up um, the song from The Hunchback of Notre Dame that is sung by the, I can't remember his name, the uh, like the judge character. I think the song's called Hellfire and it's like about him being like tormented like like by lust for this like woman Esmeralda and um like the conflict of that and like like basically saying like like sh- I I have to have other her otherwise she'll burn like I'll execute her kind of thing like that's a super like I mean to be fair no other Disney movies go that dark but you know a lot of people were bringing I, up is like, wow, this oh. is like Disney could do this and make it really, intri- like you know, cool and you know, it's complex or, or intense, oh. more scary. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just read these. Let me read these YouTube comments. So this is this this is it. So we've got one YouTube comment saying it's the epitome of bad guy who thinks he's good. I hope it gets a reprise later in the movie where he indulges <laughs> in his evil. That is that <laughs> deliciousness and attitude is why we love Disney villain songs. And so far, cool. he's not quite giving that. And then someone replies saying, it's really interesting, actually, because I can almost see that this guy has a point, which is quite literally the point to his entire character in Caps convincing us that he's not actually the bad guy it's almost like i've fallen into his trap already now do you see why i love disney adults because they're just fascinating they're really fascinating to study and observe i feel like if any of these if any of those comments were written by anyone over the age of 13 i i just oh kayo you know they're like 32 (laughs) writing that they're like over the age of 30 no question so, see, sometimes, see, that just makes me depressed. That's all. That's all. I'm not going to go into, I'm just, it's just depressing, makes me really but it's, sad. It's, it's fascinating too. To me, it's fascinating. Um, nothing wrong with enjoying Disney. Like I do in my adult years, like now I, I'm starting to appreciate it more. Just cause, I don't know. I like movies. I like animation. I'm not like obsessed with Disney. I'm not like, I will watch a Disney movie and I won't think about it again for a while. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not like my life but it's just it's a very fascinating phenomenon so yeah that's basically the tea we'll review the movie once it comes out we'll we'll let you know maybe we'll change our minds i yeah i'm just still thinking about how these people are debating a disney villain song in the comment (laughs) section here like it's like like as 
I don't know. Socratic seminar. Like I'm on Twitter reading the most insane debates ever. And then I go on Disney and then I'm like, and then I go on YouTube. Like, oh, actually the Disney channel debates are even more insane. So (laughs) there's always something crazy. There's always something. Honestly, maybe this is a healthier outlet. You know, if you're going to be fighting with random people on the internet, maybe you should fight over like Disney songs. And I mean, they're they're pretty respectful, and well, maybe that was just a handful of comments you read, but I don't know. It's yeah. Anyway, right. should we get let's, into the next topic? Let's get to Minnesota. 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 Tea. So, I think this is going to be kind of a short segment because there's there's not like a lot to it. But as a Minnesotan, I feel like I just want to share this with you all. Minnesota is redesigning its state flag. Um, the, the push to do this was, um, motivated by the design kind of depicting a farmer pushing off a Native American off the land, um, in the flag. That's like in the flag. Oh, I gotta look at that. I gotta look at that right now. Yeah. You gotta zoom into the circle. Okay. Um, so that has, um, caused this, um, this effort to, to redesign the flag and also, Minnesota is not um, the first of the 50 states to do this. Like, other states have done this. Um, Utah did it. I think Illinois did it, too. There's other states that are considering it right now. Um, also, especially ones with uh, Confederate uh, imagery as well. But anyway, so Minnesota is not alone here. But it called upon its citizens, and I wish I knew about this, but it called upon its citizens to submit flag redesigns for for consideration um and obviously people took this as like an opportunity to troll you know um yeah which i love i'm just gonna can i interject real quick i'm seeing a headline here that says formal effort to replace cluttered genocidal mess on minnesota state flag and seal begins oh my goodness someone called the flag a gen uh a clustered, a cluttered, genocidal mess. The current one. That's like, that's a. I I like that. That's like, that's, it's very expressive. <laughs> um, that that was that was poetic. All right, that was poetic. Yeah. So, anyway, so the, the people took this as an opportunity to like troll. You know, I, like I would have done it too if I had known. Um, so yeah, like, and it, and the reason I'm bringing up too is because it's kind of like going viral on like normal people Twitter, like not just Minnesota Twitter. And I'm always happy when like Minnesota is meant, you know, like Minnesota mentioned, you know, like I, I have a lot of pride in my state, even though I am like, there are a lot of reasons I don't like living here, but, um, you know. I'm I'm proud to like come from the Midwest in Minnesota. I like I think like I'm proud of it kind of. So um I talk about it a lot. Um so I find it like cool that like Minnesota is like entering like the meme meme zone again cuz it doesn't happen very often. Um and there's this one I really liked. There's one I really liked of like an insane like Minnesota flag with like eyes and then it like had like some characters in the back like chinese characters in the back that i can't read because i only know kanji and i'm not good at kanji um but it just looked crazy and i I really enjoyed that one um so basically the news is that minnesota is relevant right now 
<laughs> I kind of I'm looking so I'm looking at their current flag that's going to be replaced. I mean, obviously the genocidal imagery in the center is not good, but I kind of like I like I like I like I like it visually. I just don't like the content. So I'm hoping yeah, they can. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like the like circle and the like. It's just, well, yeah. it's just it's just so busy. It's just like a, it's like it's like everything. It's like it's just such a plain flag. It's just everything outside the circle is plain, and then inside the circle, it's just a, it's literally just a clutter of insanity. And like yeah, inside of that is bad. You know, the genocide happening inside that Minnesota circle is bad. But I feel like it's kind of like experimental, not the not the you know not the genocide the the design. The yeah, it's 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 interesting. I think a lot of other states have similar designs like that format. Um, as far as like genuinely like looking at re- flag redesigns, like I do, I I saw a lot of people using like loons, and I think that's kind of because that's like our state bird or animal. I don't really know. Anyway, like loons Ooh. are a big Minnesotan symbol. And I I liked those designs. I thought they were cute because I like animals. Um, <laughs> Fla- but yeah, yeah. Oh, honestly, flags are cool. Flags are cool. You, yeah. Like I how like you, flags. How, honestly, same. How do you feel about like flag redesigning in general? Do you feel like the original flags are sacred, regardless of what's in them? Like, what's your take here? Like, should they be preserved uh, for? I I yeah. I have I, thoughts, but. I lean towards preserve, but if you have a genocide in the flag, then you can probably, you know, that's probably a good, like, that's probably fine to replace that flag, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I see what you're saying. I, I'm honestly, I, I feel like flags aren't sacred. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, anything, like, states, like, literal, literal like, like, political entities, you know, like, you know, countries and stuff, like, they're always, like, changing you know and like redefining themselves so i don't think it's there's like anything inherently wrong with like wanting to redesign like if like the public agrees that's like something that want they want to happen like i i i'm not really like like I, i'm not someone who's like this flag means my heritage you know like i'm not like a weird like confederate southerner person um that confederate flag is like let's 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 like burn that like who cares See, Sophie, like, you that you, stuff is you've grown up you you've grown up in the generation of people like having intense like lgbt flag discourse where like people like oh, are that's always, true like, that's true changing like oh i oh that oh you're using that flag for this identity that flag was actually invented by someone who oh had, yeah problematic views about oh I mean, that know, which is actually like a legitimate thing that's like a legitimate no, yeah concern. it's fast it's fascinating i mean i th- i think that people have a right to negotiate like these things yeah yeah it's it's a it's a it's a hot top flags are a hot topic right now and i as someone who likes history like that i don't think like redesigning flags erases the history i think it just like is a new phase in it you know like yeah. You can still like look at those flags on the internet or in a museum or like, you know, like I I don't know. I I don't think like I think there are like more pressing issues than like flags. Um, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> well, also hands then, off my flag. Hags, yeah, the flags, the flag discourse. Hands off the Yeah. Ha- yes. Hands off my demi romantic flag. Yeah, for facts. So like uh. It doesn't bother me that much. 
Um, I mean, yeah, no, I don't, I, I think people have a right to, like, change these things. Um, and, I mean, I think it's cool that they're sourcing it from the community and stuff. Like, that's, that's kind of cool, so, yeah. Anyway, the main point of this is that, like, Minnesota is in the news, and that's, I like to celebrate that, so, yeah. Cool. So... We are going to do a a quick little update before we get into the FNAF movie review because it's obviously very important. And we're forcing ourselves to consolidate this segment because it's obviously something we could spend the entire podcast talking about, which is the ongoing ground invasion of Gaza. That's been going on for several weeks now. We, we did talk, we did, Sophie and I did talk about we first talked about this like the week after the October 7th attacks. So it's been like a solid month since we've kind of talked about this, since we've had a number of interviews. There's been like a lot of obviously things that have happened between now and then. So we're just going to give a quick kind of rundown of where things stand and what's happening right now. And it's still a situation where every single day there's like a whole new atrocity, a whole new insane, crazy thing that happens. So probably by the time we upload this podcast, it's probably already going to be, you know, outdated. Or maybe there's a chance I'll say something that's just wrong because right now it's just something says in the news it could be wrong tomorrow. So anyways, so October 7th, horrendous, horrendous attack. 1,200 people killed Hamas, the whatever you want to call it, organization, terrorist organization, uh, de facto government of Gaza, whatever, however you want to call it, resistance move. Everyone has a little different way of saying it. We're going to call them Hamas. Hamas kills 1,200 people. And I want to just say this because last episode I said we weren't really exactly sure what this attack like basically was because there's just such a deluge of information and misinformation. And now we know the attack was basically just as horrendous as you could imagine it. You know, like, I know there's, like, always, like, debates about, oh, they're saying that Hamas did this, but that's just an exaggeration by Israel, or Hamas did this, and that's just propaganda They they, to say they did that. And I'm sure, you know, with just the extent of the attack and all the information, I'm sure there's a lot of misinformation that went around. But I'd say just as a rule of thumb— if you see someone say something really horrendous about what happened on October 7th, you can probably just believe it <laughs> because like there's just so much video footage of like people being tortured, children being killed, civilians being targeted. Like there's like foot like there's video footage that I've seen. So, so you know, I'd say like if you're not exactly sure what to make of October 7th because you saw some people on Twitter saying that the October 7th attack wasn't that bad and that Israel is exaggerating it. I'm here to tell you, I, I've seen with my own two eyes that the attack was very bad and, and civilians were tortured. Um, and like that it was filmed by Hamas. So anyways, so that's, the, I just wanted to clarify that. Cause we did, I just, we did mention that we did, I did, I, in our, in our first t- podcast about this topic, I did say, we don't know. And it's only fair that I, now that we do know, I say that's what's happened, um, even if the details of the specifics are foggy and debatable. Doesn't matter. 
So now we're in this now now we've got, you know, there's been just a ton of airstrikes, thousands and thousands and thousands of bombs dropped in Gaza. Gaza's not that big. It's like the size of Detroit. Has two million people who live there. Most are kids, or half or half of them are kids. We've already gone over this. Israel has cut Gaza in half. They've got like the north and the south, and they've told all the civilians in the north to evacuate to go to the south so they can do their military operation in the north. Um, and it seems like they're basically just kind of like flattening the north right now, just completely just, you know, dropping bombs on hospitals, schools, everything. And even though they told people to go south, they're continuing to, to attack in the south as well. 11,000 people killed. Probably, honestly, more people have died than we even know because Israel has blocked off food, water, energy from getting into Gaza. So lots of people are dehydrated and are starving to death and weak. And it's basically, you know, we can go on and on. It's just, it's basically, we said, and everyone said this, everyone said after the attack, oh, Israel's going to attack back and it's going to be just a nightmare of a humanitarian crisis and what we're seeing is israel is attacking back and it is an absolute nightmare of a humanitarian crisis israel is saying they're trying to minimize civilian casualties they're saying they're just trying to get rid of hamas and well that's what they're saying they're trying to do but you know i think actions speak louder than words and it seems like they're not really putting very much effort in at all into minimizing civilian casualties lots of reports from nonprofits lots of and 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 journalists have been killed lots of like lots of people who are who are not associated with you know Palestine or Israel just other people who are who are there like, like I said like nonprofits and journalists um, are reporting that there's been just you know people civilians being just slaughtered so it's seeing, an oh sorry yeah. I, I was just gonna say I keep seeing like people on Twitter who's who are either like tweeting like this might be my last tweet or like sending videos like this might be my last video or like reporting like that their like relatives were killed it's it's so sad <laughs> to see and yeah. i really really am concerned really concerned about um what if there isn't a ceasefire like what will happen um to gaza and it's the gazans and palestinians and yeah, I think a lot of people, when they hear the argument that Israel makes that we need to get rid of Hamas and that's going to be a messy operation, but we just have to do it. I think a lot of people hear that and they say, yeah, that sounds about right to me because you can't let Hamas do what they did on October 7th and you you know just let them get away with it. But I think what a lot of people don't, and aren't paying as close attention to is that a lot of politicians and officials in the Israeli government are very, very far right wing. And this is not a secret. This is not controversial. There's a lot of people in the Israeli government who genuinely believe that this Israel-Palestine conflict should be resolved with the entire territory belonging to Israel and that, you know, they're basically coming out openly saying, like, we need to just, like, push all the Palestinians out. We got to, you know, e ethnic cleansing is like Sutter, ethnic cleansing. Ethnic is cleansing, cellular colonialism. 
ethnic ethnic cleansing is openly debated within like Israel's government right now. So you know, so maybe you you read on paper, oh, getting rid of Hamas is good. They, they you know, Israel is good for doing that. But then if you look at what's actually happening, and it's very hard to tell because it's a war, and it's always hard to tell what's going on in a war. Lots of concerns of is Israel actually very, you know, precisely focused on attacking Hamas, or are they are are they you know currently rolling out. A larger ethnic cleansing operation, or possibly a genocide. I uh, believe. You know, I know these. I believe the latter is more likely to be true, and even if yeah. it's ends up not being true, although I think most like scholars who study this region and this conflict agree that that's the direction it's heading towards, or is or this is what's going on. I think it's better mm-hmm. to err on that side and 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 fight to prevent that than to 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 assume it's not true you know what i mean yeah it's better safe than sorry so we should probably have a ceasefire basically you know oh oh, definitely Uh, i i mean i think we should definitely have a ceasefire but i think erring on the like side of this being a genocide is um more appropriate just for the sake of like Mm -hmm. saving lives and you know like the concern we need to be really concerned about this i think Mm-hmm. That's actually a very good way of putting it. It's a very good way. If you're like, you know, 20%, 30%, 40%, 50% thinking this could be a genocide, you should probably act to stop that from happening rather than being like, oh, and, it's only a 30% chance. You know and, what I mean? I mean, I think the likelihood is much higher than that. Um, just according to like experts I've encountered. Um, I mean, I know it's still being debated, but... Um, I, I I think that I, I in my personal opinion and I think a lot like I, I I'm very, very concerned about it being a genocide. Yeah. Me too, me too. Right now, the past couple of days, the hot topic on the this war has been about Al Shifa Hospital, which is like the the big major hospital in in Gaza, where that's where like you've got tens of thousands of refugees running to the hospital for safety obviously tens of thousands of people going to the hospital because they are injured and dying and then israel says that underneath the hospital there's like a hamas military base or military command center or whatever so right now you've got this hospital bomb being being bombed surrounded by tanks being shot at by israel and i want to know is there really a damn milita- is there really a damn Hamas command center under that hospital or is that just a well, or is that bullcrap as an excuse well, to just kill a bunch of people? Well, regardless of whether or not Hamas is actually headquartered or under uh, this hospital, it's still wrong to bomb the hospital. <laughs> yeah. You should you should probably not bomb hospitals. And I mean, I you know, it is kind of a, a little bit of like so I know like there's been a bunch of people who work at this hospital and who have visited this hospital who like swear to God there is literally no Hamas activity that they've seen and it's just all bullshit. And then there's also Israel and the United States saying they have intelligence that suggests Hamas is there. Regardless of what ha- what's going on, it's like, you know, bombing Don't the bomb solar the panels on top of a hospital, you should probably it's probably bad bad idea let's not do that guys yeah to me that demonstrates malicious intent and i i again like we we kind of just want to report like basically what's going on but yeah 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 i I know biden like came out today and said like we've got to protect the hospitals we can't attack the hospitals and it's like 
that's uh, yeah no shit <laughs> like thank you know thank you for saying that like two days after they've already been surrounded this hospital yeah and, like, you, sh- you shouldn't have to say that you shouldn't have to you, no, you know like this it is like be obviously yeah it, yeah obvious thing so goodness yeah. anyways I'm keeping these people in gaza and my thoughts and stuff i just really horrible yeah all right. Well, all right. It feels inappropriate talk, to do this. But now let's let's talk about something a little bit scarier now. Oh no! Don't say that. Oh goodness. Let's. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna review FNAF, the the new movie FNAF. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was it was the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, what did you think of FNAF, Kayo? <laughs> well, I was really upset because I didn't like it. Yeah, I hated it. And I, I went into it with as, as a, 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 an open, as open of a mind as possible. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm very capable, Sophie and I are very capable of enjoying bad movies. Oh my God, and we just didn't, love bad movies. And we didn't enjoy this one. Because it suffered it, from the worst. Oh, go ahead. I, you're saying the, exactly what I was gonna say. All right, you say. It. I want you. To, I no, want no. You to okay, say wait, it. okay. Say three, two, one. The three, it was two, bo- one. It was the worst sin of all, which is being boring. That's what you're gonna say, right? I was not gonna say the worst sin of all. That's not. That's not how I articulate things. <laughs> that's just uh, not, well, but, it's the greatest but, movie yeah. sin. The greatest movie sin is being boring, okay. as it is with. Oh well, yeah. Things, okay. So, but true. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so no, no, it's okay. It's just I just you know I was just a, I wasn't gonna say the the exact phrase, but yeah. So so we have the animatronics of Five Nights at Freddy's are inherently just so entertaining that you could just put them on a screen and have them dance and torture kids for an hour, and that would be an awesome movie. And. Instead, they, like, brought in this plot about, like, recovering from childhood trauma, and there's, like, ghosts involved, and... <sighs> to me... I think it's... Oh, go ahead. No, I want... I want no, I, 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 I... Yeah, you go. Okay. Oh, I was just gonna say, to me, it's not the... To me, it's not bad that they focus kind of on the lore, like the kids who are like stuffed in the animatronics and stuff like that. Like that doesn't bother me as much as it really like the biggest like issue, I think, is that they barely showed anything from like the actual gameplay, like nothing that's like actually involved in the game itself. Like the reason why people like love FNAF. I mean, they love the characters, but they, you know, they also love the game and how it's played. None of that was really in the film at all there were no like things where you had to shut the doors and like looking in the cameras like i'm not saying the movie had to be essentially just like the game but they didn't have even like anything from that which would have like made it a little more like fun i think i think us i think watching an hour long youtube video of someone playing fnaf is a lot more fun than watching an hour of this movie so maybe they should it have is, just done that. it is and my mom watched it and she she like she hasn't she's played fnaf one like the first fnaf and she kind of likes fnaf like just because like we like talk about it as a joke you know like she like kind of likes it like kind of like she knows it's kind of cringe but 
And she was, like, so mad about this movie. Like, she said this is the worst movie she's ever seen. And that's a lot because my mom's seen a lot of movies. Um, she said it was the worst movie she's ever seen. And she was just offended that they, like, desecrated FNAF like this. I love that. I love I love that. I love that your mom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> cares like that. But it's true. It's I true. know. I love that about well, her. Well, because I, I, I've read that if you haven't played the FNAF games, you know, you're not a fan of the games, then you're going to hate this movie because it's, you're not going to understand any of it. And then if you are a fan of FNAF, <laughs> you're, you're also not going to like this movie because you're going to be like, they, they murdered my son. Wait, what? I don't know. Sorry. They, Wait, they, you, they ruined the game. Oh, yeah. They ruined the game. Um, See, we, we have sorry, different ways of articulating I thought, things. Sorry, I thought <laughs> I thought you I thought someone got mur- like a son got murdered in the movie. It's like I don't. Really oh yeah, that. yeah, my son got murdered. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, Sophie. Yeah, I didn't tell you, Sophie. I, I have a son, or I had a son. What? Damn. We'll you, talk about just, that. You're just telling. That's me gonna be our next. Now? That's gonna be the news. <laughs> se- that's gonna be the news segment for next next week. It's mean. It's gonna be Sophie interviewing me, asking me about my son that I I never told her about. <sighs> well, <laughs> well I, yeah. Well, he was. So, well, he's been he's been murdered. So you don't have to worry about it now. Oh no, that's awful. He was murdered. He was, he was murdered by Mr. Cupcake. <laughs> the cupcake in Vanilla. Chica's yeah. cupcake. So Chica's cupcake. Yeah, basically the issue is it's boring. It doesn't really like have any of the fun parts of the game. It, and it focuses too much on the lore, which is not attractive to like av- like like the average person who just like doesn't really know what FNAF is or like anything about FNAF. Um, and they also made the FNAF like like the the animatronics like kind of nice, but then evil. Then ni- like it made no sense. Like they were it was it was they're trying to do so many things at the same time. The time the energy was like mismatched. Like it 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 did not feel cohesive they spent too much time in like his like childhood trauma like dream sequence like that was 75% of the movie was in his dream and i hated every moment of it the dream sequence cuz yeah, every the moment dream was of so the mid. every moment of the dream sequence was a moment taken away from me getting to look at the animatronics and i just wanted to like yeah. i want to just i want to live in the pizzeria yeah well wh- i wanted a moment where like you're actually scared because like fnaf is act- i don't know like i feel like the first game at least was like kind of scary a little bit like the jump scare there were no jump scares like that's the fun of the game is like tr- you know like getting jump scared like trying to frantically to like close turn the lights off and on and like trying to like close the doors in time and then like watching the cameras oh no one of them's gone and like getting jump scared like that's the fun of the game and like none of that was there so yeah yeah actually i can't think of a single moment in the movie where i was scared no there was nothing scary like like and and the movie doesn't have to be terrifying but like It'd be nice to have like a little thrill. Like the the freaking game is just getting jump scared. Like that's not all of it, but that's a lot of it. Yeah, there should have been at least one jump scare. Oh wait, there was in the dream sequence when all of a sudden they showed that <gasps> kid's face and it was like painted like 
painted he had, black or he whatever. Was, he was like his he was crying black like tears out of his eyes. Yeah, but that was like the stupidest jump scare I've ever seen. Because what? Why did? Why was he like crying black tears? Like, what did that have to do with anything? Like, it was just like they were like they were like well, went to Spirit Halloween and they're like, oh, let's get this. Maybe costume. it was you know, supposed like, to be funny. It was not supposed to be. Funny. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that for now, this is like a huge hit in the box office. Though, like, they made a ton of money off this movie. Yeah. So whatever they're doing is working, I guess. Like the marketing, but. Yeah, it's mid. The movie sucks. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, love I wanted it has to like love a, it. I wanted to love it. Yeah. I love how it has like a really high review on Rotten Tomatoes from the audience. I know. It's so funny. And it's like, that actually gave me some hope because I thought like the audience would maybe be like FNAF fans or like people who like are normal. You know, like I, I was thinking like maybe the critics aren't familiar with FNAF and that's why I got such a low score. But no, it's it's the critics are right. The budget for this movie was twenty million, and it's grossed two hundred fifty-two million. So, oh my God. So, long story short, make movies for gamers because we will come out and buy a ticket. <laughs> we'll come out and show out. <laughs> oh we're like God. the Taylor Swift of movies. True. We're the Swifty, okay. We're the Swifties of movies. We the also Eros came out for the Mario movie. movie. I didn't see it, but you. I know you went. I love the Mario movie. I know. Mario cleared FNAF. Period. Well, I think the FNAF musical with like Markiplier and Nate wants to battle and MatPat is like way better. So. Okay. Well, I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can wrap the episode up there. Okay. Sounds good. Well, thank you guys. Every thank you for listening to this episode of Base News Network. Check out our Patreon. And also, we've done some really awesome interviews recently with Wiseblood and Jane Remover. So if you want to hear those, check those out. They're really awesome. And yeah, make sure to like subscribe and like and uh, yeah, tell your friends. Leave a review, review. give it five yes. stars, go on our Patreon and pay for us. And yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you. This- This has been Base News News Network. Network. Bye. Bye.